Hello there, and welcome to the Kingdom Mentor Podcast, brought to you by iKings Media. This podcast is all about you and your voice, getting unstuck, getting over the drama, the trauma, winning the shame game, and being able to walk in your full identity. So get a cup of coffee and join me or a guest as we help you find your voice, share your voice, and even market your voice. Oh, I'm so glad you're listening. Teresa Croft with the Kingdom Mentor Podcast. This is episode 164, and we're going to talk about turnaround. A turnaround that starts with the voice of God. First of all, I just want to thank you for so many of you who uh, regularly listen. Thank you for sharing your your reviews and subscribing. I really do appreciate that. So I just want to say that right off the bat. So we're talking about turnaround, but we're really talking about the voice of God in this episode. Do you know you can hear God's voice in many different ways? You know, some hear him ever so quietly, like they can hear him in nature with birds, flowers, or a breeze. I know I have a husband that hears God in many ways, of course, from the word, but he is uh, constantly looking at numbers and he hears God speak. It's like, it's a regular conversation when we're driving and we're out and around in our truck and he'll see a number on the license plate and say, did you see that, Teresa? And, you know, 444, one, two, three, or 1998. And I'm like, half the time I don't see him. I mean, I don't focus on him where he does. He focuses on his dashboard too, you know, the miles. That's just numbers speak to him. I could do a whole episode on how numbers have spoke to him, everything from births to deaths to uh, amazing events. But anyway, not all of us can hear him in that way. But I know that I know, and I think you should know this, that the Holy Spirit is ready to talk to you. And I know I hear him most in the Word. I can hear him in a lot of different places, but I have to say, in the Word of God, boom, he hits me every morning or evening. I had something profound happen, and I want to share something about how he has been talking to me in my dreams. Not something I normally talk about, although I did have an episode a couple episodes back where I shared a dream that was earlier, earlier last year. But I had another dream, and it's a dream that I always had during stressful moments in my life. And I had something profound happen, though. And let me just say, this one dream I've had more than a dozen times. It usually is usually surrounded by stress. If I have stress in my life and I dream this, I'm like, okay, Teresa. But can I share the dream? Real short. The dream is I'm in college. I can see myself in Albuquerque, New Mexico, the sun beating down, and I'm going around to class to class. And halfway through my semester, I realize I have not been to one class. Sometimes it's two in the dream. And I freak out because I realize I have not stepped into that classroom for that subject. And usually it's an English class. And I'm like horrified at myself. And then I wake up and I wake up and think, oh, God, I'm so glad. Thank you, Jesus. I'm not in college anymore. I finished. I graduated. But something really strange, particular, that I think was awesome that happened the other night. Can I share that with you? So I'm in, I'm in the dream. I'm dreaming again halfway through. Oh my goodness, I haven't been all semester long. I have not stepped foot into this so-and-so's teacher's class. I can't believe it. And then I did something different. I went back to the teacher. I'm in the dream still. I went back to the teacher of each class where I had been absent for half the semester. And I specifically asked, 
what I could do to make up the time missed. And then I woke up. (laughs) I woke up and thought, whoa, does that mean I never have that dream again? This is awesome. But I had to process it. I had to say, well, what are you saying, God? I mean, that dream was that I had where I made amends was just about a month ago. After years of dreaming the same dream, I really wanted to make sure that I knew what God was saying. So one night recently, I couldn't sleep, which is very rare for me. I I have the gift to sleep. It was like 3, 3.30. I got up and simply sat with the Lord downstairs, let Dave sleep. Toward the end, I was thinking about this dream and realized I was getting some revelation on it. And I think the revelation, I think it's a word for you in your turnaround. So they're like keys to, to turn them around. The very first one is take responsibility. Uh, start with yourself. Yeah, take responsibility. Um, well, are those things that are your responsibility. It's like on a good day, I do well to manage me. But this came in a deeper way for me with take responsibility with your emotions. Let's say you get up and feel a foul mood coming on. You know, something just disrupted you. I believe you can do a quick FRP to that. I'll, I'll quickly explain that. F stands for focus. So focus on that, which does not have righteousness, joy, and peace. So focus on the root of that issue or, okay, wait a minute. I am waking up with fear. Identify it. Then you bring it into the reality. Feel it only long enough to not stuff it. So I think it's also an examining time. Okay, why am I feeling this? And then the key on the reality place is another R, replace the emotion. Choose to focus on something the opposite of of what it is. And P, F-R-P, invite the presence of the Lord to minister to that emotion. Help you focus on maybe a promise that replaces the negative emotion, like you're struggling with fear. So God, speak to me about your faith. Speak to me about your belief. Speak to me. Remind me of a verse. Sometimes I'll just camp out on one verse if I'm in this wake up with something that's really bothering me. We call that the FRP process, by the way. We go into details in the Kingdom Enter Academy with Redeem Your Voice Camp. Then the next thing, this is really good that God was talking to me. He said, surrender to God and not to fear. It can be so easily to surrender to something negative, okay? And it totally messes you up. Surrendering means, I believe it means waiting on the Lord. So you're going to say, okay, I'm not going to try to figure out. I'm not going to strive. I'm going to abide. I'm going to wait on you. And you know, I read recently from Jack Hayford that to wait is to serve, not in a hustle, hustle way. So listen to me. To wait is to serve. Look at a waiter. They serve people. So you may need to serve yourself. I always think serve your soul. Take good care of you. And with something that might be bothering you. So I'm going to surrender and I'm going to really look, I'm going to get off the merry-go-round and really examine with the Lord's presence. What do I need to surrender? Sometimes you have to just surrender of having your own way. <laughs> like a little kid, I want it this way and that's it. And you just have to surrender that to the Lord saying, I'm going to wait because I can trust in him. Trust in the Lord with all my heart. Lean not on your own understanding. All your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. And then I think you need the committed word. You need to learn to persevere amidst challenges, staying committed. Sometimes you have to recommit to those things that you're committed to. Committed to your relationship with God. Committed to your marriage, no matter what's going on. Committed to your children, no matter what's going on. 
He's got you. He won't drop you. So I remember that in being committed to those things that I committed to, I also realized in light of what God is calling me to me, to me, I need to be committed with his presence continuing to help me. That leads me easily to the last point. Never give up or give in no matter what you feel, what you feel as a failure. I know I, I woke up one morning and I was just feeling, I was just examining my life and I was just in one of those seasons still am where I'm just examining things. And I get to this point where, you know, the biggest thing about not giving up or giving in is don't give in to the lies of the enemy. So I was starting to nurse a lie that what do I have to show for myself? My goodness. And then, <laughs> and then in the, in the mail, my mom, one of the only people who snail mails me, she sent me an article she found as she was perusing the newspaper. Yes, she still reads the newspaper. And it was a little clip that said, 40 years ago today, Teresa Schreck was named MVP by the Spokane Writers and Association. MVP. I was like, well, that's interesting. That was 40 years ago, but that was a part of my life that was very real. I read this quote in a book a few years ago, as I remember not to give up. And it's ironically called The Sacred Journey of Golf. I was trying to find it again, and I couldn't find it. I remember I read it two years during the winter when I was just trying to really pause and think. It had so many great quotes in it about life. And there was this picture, I'm going to try the best to describe it, where there was an f- older father, father and his daughter went into this antique store. And the daughter, not seeing the sign on this little piano, sat down and played and got chewed out. And immediately said, I don't want to play the piano. But this is the quote from it by the father. He says, by the father of the little girl, when you give away your dream, you give away your heart, the wellspring of life. You must fight for it. And a dream from God is worth fighting for. You must become a little warrior. And the time to start is now, he emphasized this little girl. But she said, but I'm only a little girl, she said sheepishly. The father asked her to look into his eyes. And with the conviction of God himself, he said, it is God's battle and not yours. So do not fear. Then the father asked her a question. Tell me your dream. What did God say to you today? Remembering back to that divine moment, she replied, he said that I will make music that will cause people to seek God. Listen to that. She said, I will make music that will cause people to seek God. God reminded me in that moment, after I reread that quote, of some very intimate things. One thing I can share was simply this, a story about that little girl and the impact it had on me. And God said, write this down, Teresa. I hear God say to you, continue to speak from the wellspring of my time with you. Teresa, when you speak, you move hearts of many to seek me, the vine dresser of hearts. Speak. Don't stop dreaming. Don't stop dreaming. I think this dream is for you. I think God is speaking to you in this dream. And I'm not an expert on dreams. I mean, that's not the main lane that I flow in. But I have a really good friend, Linda Riddle, and I shared this dream with her. And she said something really interesting. She said it was a great dream. She asked me what classes they were. And then she said, responsibility is the key. 
I love that you use that word to describe the feeling you felt when you awoke. In other words, you're at a stage room somewhere. You're ready to embrace the whatever he's trying to show you. And there are specific instructions he has for you to move forward. But the curriculum is there. I think sometimes when you're on the verge of reaching to what God's called you, that you can go to those steps of taking responsibility, staying committed, surrendering, and then just walking in the dream. I always say imperfect action is better than no action. If it comes to writing your book, singing your song, creating something, imperfect action is better than no action. So, God, what is God saying to you? I'd be interested to hear. Instagram me. Tell me what God is saying to you. If you'd like to sit down and talk about this, maybe you're in a state where God says, hey, I, God told me to market my voice. I need to set these classes up. Bookmark. Bookmark this ikingsmedia.com forward slash blueprint. ikingsmedia.com forward slash blueprint. We'll sit down and we'll discuss some of these things. We are in the midst of really kicking off the marketing side of the Kingdom Mentor Academy. We're continuing on with the Redeem Your Voice side of the Kingdom Mentor Academy. We could find and listen. I'd love to listen to you. Find those keys to activate your dream again. We've gone through a, t- a, one, a, ugh, a rough year with the pandemic, but could this be the beginning point? As I always say in Amos 9, verse 11, building, rebuilding the walls of David, there was a repair time, there was a restore time, and now there's a rebuild time. You can go through the repair, restore, and be ready to rebuild. The Redeem Your Voice camp offers that. Or you can come along My marketing strategy, I'm a marketing strategist who helps women grow their brand online with the CARE strategy. CARE consists of consistency, committed action, inauthenticity to build relationships that you serve with excellence, C-A-R-E. Either way, I'd love to talk to you, ikingsmedia.com forward slash blueprint. So I believe that God is speaking to you and I just hope this one dream where I took responsibility and it was a good thing, I hope that spurs something in you. Because can I say to you, you are valuable. You have a voice. Someone needs your extraordinary solution to their pain points and you could be the very one. You are enough. And let's remember, let's remember this. Let's say no to fear, no to striving and yes to abiding so that we can live in the sweet spot of our divine destiny. You've been listening to the Kingdom Mentor Podcast, available on iTunes and other favorite platforms. Hey, for more information and free resources to help you find your voice, market your voice, check out ikingsmedia.com. I so appreciate you listening. Would you do me a huge favor and subscribe and write a review? This helps me share hope and life to many more voices. Thank you again. And hey, Share this episode with a friend.